0: Hello, this is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. Welcome to our podcast. A very proud scientist told God, well, God, you know, now that we have artificial intelligence and all of this technology in our culture today— you know, we scientists, we could make a human just as well and easily as you can, God. (laughs) And God said, you're on. God reached down. He grabbed a handful of dirt, and out of that dirt, he created human life. The scientist, thinking very well of himself, said, huh, now watch me. He reaches down to grab some dirt, and God says, hold on. Go create your own dirt. (laughs) You know, today we're talking about humility, but when we talk about humility, we also have to talk about pride. When we think about pride, we always think about the beautiful story of Adam and Eve, in the, the book of Genesis in the Old Testament, the Hebrew Bible. And Genesis chapter 3, we read the story about Adam and Eve and and the tree that was in the center of the garden that God told them not to touch and they They grabbed some of that fruit because they were tricked in believing that they would be all-knowing and they could be like God, and they ate of that fruit, and that was the first sin. You know, they became prideful and wanted to be like God, and I think all of us have a streak of pride in ourselves. I think we all struggle with that. Let's talk a bit about humility today, and when we look at the New Testament, We look at Luke chapter 14 and we read a parable that Jesus is invited on a Sabbath day to the home of some very prestigious religious leaders. And on the way there, he stops on the Sabbath and heals someone who is struggling with their health. Well, he was criticized for that because on the Sabbath, you're not supposed to do any type of work. He arrives at this home and he notices that all of these people are, you know, fighting to see who could seat at the head table, the the, the seat of honor. And he, he kind of, uh, he kind of chides them a little bit when he tells this parable. You know, when I think about this story about Jesus being invited, I think was he invited to this uh, luncheon on this day because he was going to sit at the seat of honor. Or was it the type of things where, you know, they say, you keep your friends close and your enemies even closer? I think they thought Jesus was a threat, and they invited him just to hear what he was thinking and what was going on during that time to understand him a little bit more. Jesus tells this parable about, um, you know, that when you go to a wedding or a special function, don't fight to sit at the head table, but to sit in the back. And if you're supposed to be sitting up front, let them invite you. Don't fight to sit at that table. I think he was chiding the people that were there that were really wanting to be recognized and to being honored and being to put on the a, 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 a table where they would be recognized the most, where they're closest to the host. But you know, when you but Jesus was, uh, he sat and he he said, let's be humble. That was the message of his parable. And what Jesus went on to say is when you throw a party, just don't invite, you know, uh, your friends and rich people and dignitaries and, and those you're closest to. But, you know, open it up. Invite those who might be struggling, who might have the not the same social standing or the financial standing or people that are living on the fringes of society, invite them to be a part of your social circle as well. I imagine when Jesus left that party, the host probably did not say to him, oh, please come again. I think they were ready for him to leave. You know, when we go to a wedding and we sit at the place of honor, there's a head table. And what Jesus was saying is, you know, we're all human. Let's try to be a little bit more humble. We read in another book in the New Testament, in 1 Peter, where he says these words, all of you, clothe yourselves with humility towards one another, because God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. We are probably less important than we think, but we're definitely more loved than we know. God loves us just like we are, and he knows that none of us are perfect How do we define humility? I looked for a uh, a definition in the dictionary this week, and I found one in the Oxford dictionary where it says the quality of being humble or having a lowly opinion of oneself is meekness, lowliness, humbleness, the opposite of pride or haughtiness. I love that term, meek. And I think when people meet true Christians who really show humility, and show meekness and lowliness. That we feel like we're not better than everyone else. Everyone else, I think, we're accepted. I read another quote that was in uh, the magazine, The Economist, and this was from 2013. And The Economist is a magazine that deals with economics and world politics. And it was talking about leadership. But I think we Christians can can adapt to this quote as well. It says, "If leadership has a secret sauce." It may well be humility. A humble boss understands that there are things he doesn't know. He or she listens not only to other bigwigs, but also to the kind of people who don't get invited, such as his customers. Have you ever had a good boss and you've noticed that boss is a good listener, listens to the concerns that are going on in the work world, where maybe a poor boss has their own agenda and doesn't listen? humility may well be called the queen of Christian graces. You know, when we have humility in our lives, it makes us more inviting and more open and accessible to other people. To know our own sinfulness and weaknesses and to feel our need for a savior is the beginning of true Christianity and spirituality. You know, to know that we're all sinners and no one is perfect It's because of Christ's death on the cross and Him giving us new life and the forgiveness of sins that we have eternal life and an abundant life in Christ. It really is a grace which has always been the distinguishing feature in the character of every true Christian. All do not have financial blessings that are able to make very large contributions. All do not have the gift of speech or knowledge to be able to teach or be able to speak eloquently, but all have that ability to be meek and to be humble and to be accepting of other people. The root of humility really is knowledge, knowing who we are. The person who really knows themselves and their own heart and knows God and his majesty has that holiness in their lives. Who knows the price that we were redeemed? knowing that God gave his life so that we could have eternal life in Christ. And then we can be like the Apostle Paul who said, I am the chief of sinners. No one is perfect. We all make mistakes. There are wise people who know themselves and know themselves to find nothing within us to make us better than our brothers or our sisters. We spoke of that parable today of the Gospel of Luke. What can we learn from that parable in our lesson today? The question to ask of ourselves is whether Jesus' kind of people are our kind of people. Who do we invite to the social settings in our lives? And who do we invite to be our friends? Are they just the people that are going to recognize us and, and make us feel important? Are we opening our hearts and our minds and our hands towards those around us who could use a helping hand? my prayer for you is that this week you reach out to those around you who will see the love and the peace and humility of Christ in your life. Thank you, and God bless you.